that's what it's like sleeping with the fishes. What's going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Wright. We did an overnight at the Georgia Aquarium. Oh, nice. And we we literally, like me and slept our eldest, slept with the fishes. That's excellent. In the, so in we were like in the, the big the, aquarium room the with the tall big aquarium? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So where the whale sharks and the, uh, the yeah, big rays are and yeah. got to do like a behind the scenes thing. It was really cool. That's super cool. One year for my wife's birthday, we went down there and I bought her the whale shark experience. She swam with the yeah. whale sharks. Super cool. Ooh. Yeah. And yeah. They're big. They're big. They're big. And you, you think you get how big they are. And this is, I didn't do it. So she told me, you think that yeah. you get the sense of their scale through the big glass wall, but being mm-hmm. actually in water with them is a whole other deal. The shorter, the, like the smaller of the two is over 24 feet long. Yeah. Size of which is bus. like four Dan's. Four Dan's. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, Easily. the other thing that um, got her attention was the hammerhead shark swimming around in there. Yeah. That was like looking at him from the end of its eye stalks. Could be lunch. Yeah. The sharks now have their own individual habitat. So. The only sharks they now have in the big one are, uh, what they call them? Uh, zebra sharks uh, or they're like spotty. They got like spot, spots spotty sharks. Yeah. yeah. They're more like nurse sharks. Nurse sharks. Than anything. Yeah. They'll help you get better if you're sick. So <laughs> indeed they'll, they'll, uh, make you hot soup and wine. Yeah. 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 I like that. It's a good story. A good story. Uh, so that, yeah. <laughs> Nurses do a lot know, more than being, that. They work really hard. Let's take all that back. That's but, right. But still it was yeah, I was amused. But they don't have like phlebotomist sharks. Right. Which is a totally different job. Yeah, vampires. This is going great. So <laughs> We've really come, we're off to a good start. It's the week before the holiday and um, I have had this week off and other than like cleaning up down here, it's been all other kinds of business. Mm. Uh, I, I do have a, I had a little cr- creative project um, involving a, an expense tracker that we are now giving away as a nice little incentive for signing up for the mailing list. We'll put a link for that in the show notes. Yeah. And um, there's also going to be a more fleshed out version that will be be available for sale uh, because I messed something up and spent three days fixing it. Mm. So now I kind of feel like it's it's worth a couple of bucks. So, so what does this thing do? So there are these services where you can track expenses through an app or a bunch of other things, but they're monthly and they tend to be kind of pricey. Um, a long time ago when I was working for Apple, I was working with a, a full-time bass player and instructor, and we built this series of spreadsheets hmm. that allowed him to fill out his mileage and ex- his expenses weekly. And they're all kind of classified and stuff. And then it compiles into like a master sheet that shows quarterly breakdowns um it does the mileage deduction for you with the like the percentage and stuff and Mm -hmm. um breaks things out with like some visualizations and for the end user all you have to do is um for mileage you type the whatever your odometer says when you leave and whatever your odometer says when you get back and it does all the compilations for you and the same goes with the expenses weekly gives you the ability to do it in small pieces and it actually works great on a phone I used it for a number of years, but I, I, I updated it and put it up just as a way to keep from having to pay a monthly fee to track your expenses and mileage and stuff. For, for the low, low price of $9.99, which is less than a single month of uh, QuickBooks self-employed, you get roughly the same 
metrics. It's really nice. So I always have to go back at the end of the year and figure it out. It's a real pain. So if I had a good practice for staying on top of it week by week, that'd be good. Yeah. So uh, that's all that I have been up to. How about yourself? Well, I played a trivia show at the Bull City Cider Works in Greensboro last night. Was it last night? This week. I Today is Wednesday. Normally we record Thursdays. So deciding to record yep. on Wednesday night is unusual. And my boss was on PTO all of last week and Monday. So she was back Tuesday. And my office is closed for Christmas weekend starting at noon on Friday. And I had a, have a doctor's appointment tomorrow morning, Thursday morning, just for mid-year labs that I accidentally yep. put on my work calendar for Wednesday morning. As a result mm. of all of these things, I woke up today thinking that I had a doctor's appointment, which I don't, it's tomorrow. And then yep. being confused all day long and realizing at some point it wasn't in fact Thursday, it's only Wednesday. <laughs> but then being in a fight with myself thinking, no, 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 it's really Tuesday. I, at any rate, the point is, wow. I, I couldn't. I couldn't stick on Wednesday. I was arguing that it was Tuesday or Thursday all day long, so I was all messed up about that. Um, and I still apparently am because I can't remember that I played the show last night and not some other night. <sighs> played it last night. It's a weird week. The week before Christmas. Who knows who's yep. where? So the turnout was low, but the crowd was fun. And check cleared. So there you go. There you go. Um, and I really don't have much on the calendar. That place is looking to book the band for a, a cider release. They do these kind of quarterly releases of new flavors and they have a party about it. And so we may do that in January sometime. But I'm unbooked through first week of January right now. And it's killing me because my I live to play, but it's also kind of glorious. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. There is the duality of having time to yourself versus playing out. Yeah. But doesn't absence make the heart grow fonder? I guess. Let me try some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm in the same boat. You know, the next thing that we've got is uh, the 13th. And, but again, it's the week before the holidays mm -hmm. and people are traveling and there's all kinds of other stuff going on. So yeah. uh, there's not as much going on. We've just got to look at the next few things. The karaoke thing, that wild like Monday night situation right. looks like it's happening. I got, a, right. I got an executed contract and... There's some prep involved with that. Got to get my systems back in order. Got to make sure I've got all the pieces and parts to do the uh, lyrics setup. I've done a lot of that legwork using ProPresenter, and I think we're going to try and utilize it again just to make sure I haven't lost these files because I make these test case files for work, and then I delete them. Hmm. So I'm really hoping I can find this library that I made, I don't know, it was probably six months ago. And, but, um, and so you just have a video that rolls the the lyrics along and is just in sync with the track. No, we ha we haven't gotten that far. Oh, okay. Because we haven't been in the business of doing it as much, there's not an automated process. It is ma manually controlled, but the the software allows us to do it in a very like clean presentation. So I can put logos for the corporate, you know, deal in and I can put really fun motion backgrounds behind it. And, Change the typeface to whatever fun font I want. So who's manually um, controlling it? Well, it'll be one of us. Because we're not singing per se, yep. we can actually sit back and push buttons. But if push comes to shove and we get into this enough, yeah, it would make perfect sense for, to automate the uh, the lyrics so that, you know, you just press a button and it fires the video and the lyrics and the 
tracks all play together and it would be easy enough to do that. So yeah. there are foot pedals that behave yep. like keyboards. Uh, I don't know about you, but when I'm playing music, my hands are busy most of the time. Um, so you might consider that. I can't quite imagine pushing a button to advance the lyrics every eight bars or something. That seems, that seems like that would be tough. Well, it's not even that like we're doing it like line by line. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's done just like, like karaoke is, uh, but it looks like the, the UX for the, the singer is markedly better than what a lot of folks are doing, which is literally just like Googling the lyrics and right. then like showing the website on a monitor, Yeah, which is fine, but I don't want to do fine. I make I them do feel... that. I make them do that on their own phone. My app yeah. has a link to genius. Yeah. For the lyrics, you know, well, there you go. and they do it off the right off their own phone, partially because post COVID, I don't really want people spitting all over my iPad anymore. Right. It's a whole thing. Yeah. So I think we're going to do the whole, like I've got a, co a computer monitor. Um, so we'll just put it where a monitor would be sure. on the ground yeah. and just run it that way. Yeah. That's the plan at least. I like it. So yeah. Um, with all of that out of the way, we got another review. Woohoo. Look what happened. We've talked about reviews. this. Man, it's it's like uh, when it rains, it pours. Yeah, yeah there's and a lesson here about tip jars. I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Things that uh, if if you if you draw attention to it, they tend to get more attention. Yeah, who to thunk? The easiest way for you or your project to get shouted out on the podcast is for you to leave a five star review on the podcast platform of your choice. This one came in about a week ago. Username is meant to make music, five star review on Apple Podcast. Okay. And it says, always enjoyable, fellas. Discovered y'all from the cover band Facebook group, which is about the only good. Th you know what? We'll just skip that part. <laughs> My husband and I are a cover duo. They're called Gilly and the Girl, but I enjoy learning from you too for future band endeavor ideas. So they're a duo, but maybe they expand. They're looking at that down the road. Cool. We live in Orlando, but work a lot up in the villages, which. Mm -hmm. have a reputation yeah but it's an hour away from them so a good podcast especially about music is always appreciated we also bought a copy of your contract template which has been super helpful so far as we are doing more and more corporate slash wedding gigs awesome. keep up the great work awesome so thanks to uh gilly and the girl for the five-star review that's great i really do enjoy the thought of people listening to us in the middle of the night on their way home from a gig it makes me happy <laughs> it makes me happy we should probably be more entertaining or, or more energetic. <laughs> Stay awake. Stay awake. When, Stay awake. when do we, yeah. When do we, uh, we enter our shock jock era. <laughs> That's right. We used to have the, the, the rap horn. I don't know what happened to that. Yeah. We, we, we've upped our production in so many ways, but there's always room for sure. No ceiling on this one. Okay. Okay. So let's get into the meat of the, the conversation. Yes. And this one is, uh, is a bit realer and a bit more personal than uh, than some other ones, but I just want to level with you guys. Um, you know, as we're wrapping up this year, I am feeling burnout. Mm -hmm. um, this year has been one where where businesses pick back up, and we're we're almost back to the kind of work that we we were getting kind of pre pre pandemic, but based on just the way that the business has, be, has been structured and and we've just had a lot more overhead, I just have come to a situation where um, the shows aren't necessarily as fun as they used to be. Yeah. And it, it feels a lot more like work than I would like it to. 
And I would really love for that to not be the case. So I, the main question or the main kind of thrust of the conversation this week is, um, when you hit a wall or when you get to a point where you feel burned out, what are the things that you can do to re we were joking about it, rekindle the romance, <laughs> you know, married folks always talk about that. Like, what can we do to rekindle the romance? Well, that's kind of how I feel. Like I want to look at my guitar and go, this is uh, a fun thing that I do, uh, to express myself and, and, and enjoy things. Um, and, and not necessarily look at, at it as a, uh, another like checkbox on my list of to do's for any given day. Yeah. Dan, have you ever been in that situation? hundred percent. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think identifying as burnout, pr- pretty much anytime I'm having some kind of negative feeling, I find that naming it, right, gives me, gives me power over it. And there absolutely have been gigs where the afternoon of it, if you called me up and told me it was canceled, you would just be my favorite person on the entire planet. Totally. Um, and there have been gigs where as I'm setting up, I'm like exhausted, setup's done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'd like to go home. I don't really yeah. like down, downbeat's optional. Um, and then in, inevitably <laughs> downbeat happens. I lose myself in it. It's total joy. And then the show's over and there's all this crap to pack up. And I, you know, just somebody else can have it. Uh, I'll leave it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need it anymore. I've absolutely been in that space and it, um, it has crept up on me until it got unbearable enough for me to notice it. Okay. Right. And and I say that because, you know, you and I are in semi daily contact. Yep. Right. Have been for, if my math is right in March, it'll be four years. Mm -hmm. And, and if I had been, if I had been aware and, and watching, I think I would have been able to tell you this was creeping up on you. I think I've, I think you've been headed this way and talking this way for some time. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear you call it what you're calling it now, which is burnout. That's once you're there, there's the possibility of turning a corner with it. And until you've, until you've like seen that it's going on and giving it, giving it a name in my experience, it's always like, oh, here's how I'm feeling. Until yeah. that happens, it's I'm just I'm at its mercy. Yeah, for me, the machinations of gigging are their own kind of hassle, um, and the mechanics of advancing a show are their own kind of mm-hmm. other set of hassle. But I think for me, a real like nugget of what I'm concerned with or what I'm like frustrated with is that. Like, I don't even want to like pick up a guitar and just play for playing sake. But I feel like that's probably something that I need to get into the habit of just having something, having a, a guitar out and available that doesn't need to be plugged in that I can just pick up and, and, and play without agenda. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing that we really struggle with as, as working guys is that most of the time when we pick up our instrument, it's to do something. Right. We either need to shed a, a new song or go over things or or something of that nature. And as you get older and as you get busier um, with life, it, it can be really difficult to find time to prioritize the play aspect yeah. of playing your instrument. Yeah. 
Yeah. One of my, one of my first guitar teachers, um, Russ, uh, I think I was 12 when I started going to him. Um, he was really intense about like, just relax, man. Just, just freaking chill. You know, I was, I was, I had read somewhere about strumming patterns and I was like really thinking hard about up, down, down, up, up, down, uh, down, up, 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 down, up, down. And like really trying to make my hand do what my brain knew was the right thing. And he, he busted me down to like, look, just, just set your guitar down and just listen to the song for a minute and get it, get, you know, get the rhythm in your body, let yourself feel it, let yourself move to it, dance in your chair a little. You know, and get that connection back with, <laughs> I think of him because the thing that I can never forget him saying, he looked at me one time and said, man, you're not learning to work the guitar. You're learning to play the guitar. Yeah. Like, Dang. All right. I get it. And I think we, um, have I told the story on this pod? I'm sure I have of, uh, um, I had a friend who had a massive train, like HO scale train setup in his basement the model train thing was huge. It was gorgeous. It Sounds was vaguely familiar. Friend, friend of my dad's. And, um, and it was amazing. He spent all this time down there building this thing. It was like little cities and, you know, tunnels. And it was amazing. It was really amazing. Enough track that he could set a train going and like, it'd take half an hour for it to loop all the whole loops and come back wow. to where it started. Um, and he had connections to source all kinds of parts and models and train cars. And he had, he'd like figured out relationships about that. And then, enough people came to him about it. He realized I could make a business out of this and he did. And the minute there was revenue on the line about it, the joy was gone. Yeah. Turning something he loved as a hobby into a business absolutely sucked the joy out of it. And, and that's the risk we face as we confront the business side of, um, this thing that is supposed to be an expression of joy. How do we, how do we not let that happen to it? How do we, have the work of it, um, not sap from it, the creativity and the energy and the love of it that got us into it. Yeah, it's hard. For sure. It's hard. Yeah. So one of the things that uh, is a part of this, uh, I guess, drive to casual play is <laughs> a year ago, I made a terrible mistake and bought a seagull uh of ill repute mm. on on craigslist and um i i've got to i'm, I'm gonna go <laughs> borrow my buddy's belt sander to uh grind down the Ooh. uh the bone section of the bridge so that i can see if i can get the action low enough to make it actually like functionally playable yeah because but let's just because let's for just me know, we're talking like, about an acoustic guitar and applying a belt sander to it this is this is end game kind of stuff on this guitar Time out. Yeah. What I am doing is I'm taking the bone uh-huh. out of the bridge uh-huh. and I am grinding the bone down to then put it back in the bridge of the guitar. The guitar is not getting anywhere near a belt sander. Okay, all right. Still, belt sander is an intense tool for any part of a guitar, but um, I'm, yeah, I think it's, but, I think know, it's an it. approach. It's a valid approach for what you're trying to do. It's it, it's really like last-ditch effort. It's, yeah. for, it's, it's the only way that I can think of to maybe make get my money back in any you know theoretical way because if i can get the action low enough i should be able to like use it for its intended purpose which is to have a guitar that literally is its only job is to lay around Mm -hmm. to be picked up and to not be put in a case and moved around like 
It just needs to be available at a moment's notice when something needs to come out. Yeah. And that's ultimately what I'm looking for. Cause I've got, I got work guitars. I got, <laughs> I have too many. Yeah. I need a guitar that's not, that has no purpose. Right. Beyond just being played. And if that doesn't work, I'll find another one or get like one of those. I did play one of those PRS parlor guitars. It was oh. su- actually surprisingly nice. Cool. But I just, I just want like a, a, just a straight up acoustic beater guitar that, you know, sounds passable. Parlor is a great to, choice for that. If you're going to be a, it's if you can be like a basement player. Cause mm-hmm. you're not trying to fill a lot of space with it. I mean, I gig a dreadnought cause I like the way it yeah. sounds and feels and handles a room. But if you're just plunking around in the basement, something cute is a great choice. Yeah. I mean, the Taylor normally does that, but it, it's still a guitar that I have to like play to work. Right. So it doesn't quite feel the same way. I, I need a guitar that doesn't feel like a paycheck. Yeah. It needs to feel like. Yeah. It's that, um, it's like that Rick and Morty thing where the, the robot comes in and goes, what is my purpose? <laughs> you, you fetch you, butter. You pass the butter. You pass butter. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what that guitar needs to be. <laughs> what is my purpose? You, you play dance with me by Orleans. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. That's like my go-to. Like <laughs> when I pick a guitar up, it's dance with me by Orleans. All right. Cause it's just like a fun kind of finger picky open chordy thing. Yeah. It's a beautiful song. Yeah. It's got really fun. Uh, it's got fun chords in it and it's fun to play. Yeah. So I see, I, I need to find fun in, in music. Again. Yeah. You need to find a guitar that's fun to play and play fun songs on it and not get paid. Cause for that's that. the other thing is like, yeah, I need to like, cause I've been wanting to just sit down and, and play some holiday tunes and I just haven't. Yeah. And I, I don't think I'm going to get this guitar restrung up between now and I don't know, four days from now. So I, I probably just need to pull the tailor out and just, suck it up yeah and play my i just have to deal with playing my really nice taylor t5 custom oh, no god <laughs> i i swear sometimes i listen back to the conversations we have and sometimes i go yeah that's all right and then other times like god oh, yeah the privilege this is pretty insufferable stuff it is, uh, it is. listen being here's- a band is isn't fun anymore that's right you know I do, i'm doing that thing that everybody wishes they were doing and uh, i don't like it anymore yeah yeah yeah. Listen, here's the other thing. And I say this, I say this knowing a, th- a thing or two about you. Um, yeah. Uh-oh. Here we go. Nothing is going to, in, in a way that we're similar, right? Yeah. For me, when I'm feeling that way, a, a new target, a new challenge is always enlivening. And so um, I got to feeling that the setup being misery and I could just go home now part I literally remember that happening at the venue that that my previous project was playing at monthly at our, yeah. I don't know, eighth or ninth or 10th month of that. Um, when we're playing the same set list and the same show and the same ad libbed moments of pretending to be surprised by what my co-front man and I were doing to each other. Like this, the, you know, there, there was a point that got to where it was really stale and where I was yeah. doing the same stuff and there was no new challenge and we were, gigging so much we weren't getting together to rehearse so we weren't expanding the set list any and it just got stale it just got stale and old and and um i'm really glad to be in a place where we're breaking some of that stuff up my last rehearsal with the new project was all like hey what could we try oh so good i mean when was the last time you 
got in the basement with some of your players and like, hey, what could we try? Well, it's probably the warped thing. Yeah. And warped is definitely a, a part of this that kind of feels like it could be something cool mm -hmm. because it is a new challenge, but it's also, it's less complicated in a lot of ways because while some of the songs have tracks and they're much less um, involved, yeah. it is very much a situation of having five guys in a room making making the thing. Yeah. Um, and that part is definitely exciting and appealing and vocally it's challenging in ways that my other gigs are not. Mm -hmm. There's definitely some upsides to that. It, it, but it's also like a situation where it's like, I don't know if I could do three hours of that gig. Yeah. And a part of me is excited by the prospect of that being a challenge. The other part of me is like absolutely terrified of like, can, like what, what happens in hour two when, when you come to the realization that you can't do it for another hour. Right. But, um, right. well, listen, all, you know, we, all the best challenges. There's a lot, there's a lot of, there's a lot of highway between here and there though. For you know? sure. But all the best challenges are a little terrifying. Sure. So that's all right. It's not worth doing if it's not. Exactly. And as the band leader of that, solving that problem could include having somebody else who could sing. But that's another challenge yeah. too. Like how, how do I stand up a, an operation that can be, you know, certain to get through that? That's a, that's an organizational challenge. That's a creational challenge in terms of band construction. Um, so I don't know, maybe something to lean into there. Yeah. And it's all of these things are always being, um, stood up against time sure. and resources. Sure, sure. Um, and it's, it's a lot of stuff, but I think for ultimately, like, I don't need to worry about the, the business stuff because the business stuff is always going to be, uh, annoying in its own unique way. <laughs> There's always going to be challenges there. And some of those challenges are, are fun to like take on and there's other stuff. There's blah. And you just got to get through it. Right. But when playing isn't the, because typically when we talk as musicians, it's the, I got to go through all of this bull crap to do the fun part. Right. So you got to get to the fun part. Yeah. And if the fun part's not fun, that's where you got to, that's got to get remedied. For sure. I, I it, It's been really rare in my experience that even when I'm really sick and tired of the admin and the logistics downbeat cures everything yep and it it can yeah. and it can heal a lot of wounds um but i i will say we got links to the pictures from the wedding that i did with the flu mm -hmm. and even in the pictures you can tell Ugh. it just was not i was there and i was trying but like you can see it in my eyes and it's sure. that's that was really disappointing to see um fleshed out so yeah Yes, yes, and yet, of course, the mantra is: Did the audience care? And, well, th no, they no. didn't care at all. The answer is: They were delighted with what you delivered. Right. Yeah. In that case, it was it was all worth it. Yeah. Yeah. And it all it all worked out great. So. Yep. If you've ever been in this situation, what did you do to get out of your funk? Coverbandconfidential gmail.com. I'm very open <laughs> to input. <laughs> input suggestions yeah, anything yeah. that'd be great i mean i'm hoping for me that just having some we've got roughly a, a full month um where we'll probably get in a room within the next couple of weeks just to check the cobwebs out and make sure that anything that we want to add is gelling we are going to try and add some new tunes um i think the target we're looking for is five new songs or five songs we didn't play at the last gig mm. that we did at this venue so Good. um 
it is Friday the 13th. And I was like, oh, there's got to be something like a Friday the 13th soundtrack. Guess what? There isn't. Like, whereas uh, Nightmare on Elm Street had these like massive, epic, like yeah. very yeah. of their time soundtracks. Friday the 13th does not. Um, I it's think orchestral, right? It's just all. It is. Yeah. And, and we'll probably, maybe we'll use it as a walkout sound. But like, there's a lot of Fridays. Like, we could do Friday I'm in Love. Yes. Doesn't really match the vibe of the the theming, but it might be a fun opener. Yeah. You any other ideas? Any other Friday songs? <sighs> I mean, no, not off the top of my head. Uh, no, no, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know of any? Government Confidential. Yeah, I think there was like, I think Alice Cooper did one on like, like well, Jason goes to hell no, or something. It, was, it wasn't one of the what's one of the OGs. That, that pop girl that self-produced a song that took over the universe a few years ago. Friday. Um, oh yeah, we could do walk out to Rebecca Black. Rebecca Friday. Black. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Ugh, I'm so terrible. You should actually like. She's got a whole like. She she actually is still making music, and it's it's not bad. All right. Well, so, that one wouldn't have when been, you're not 13. Yeah, and, that one was a 13 year old effort and for for a 13 year old's effort you know very respectable and then yeah the internet does the internet yeah, does. did what the internet did yeah yeah there's a song like that currently going around on tiktok it was like this guy's doing like a pop punk song that like everybody hates and um it's very fashionable to uh to dunk on i haven't actually heard the song i've just seen people react to it but it's always interesting. People are making stuff. They're making something out of nothing yep. and people want to slag on them for it not being up to their standards. But like, come on. People. It's hard to make something out of nothing. Yeah. It's yeah. two guys who have been making something out of nothing for the past <laughs> every, four some odd years. Every week we make something out of nothing. Yeah. And even more so when the nothing was literally nothing yeah. for, for a full year and a half. Right, right. We still made it happen. Yeah. Yeah. No, we get input now sometimes. Yeah. Reviews to read reviews man it's been good stuff it has so any other parting words how you feel is how you feel and it's not a thing to fight but it is a thing to acknowledge okay i've got some journaling to do mm. but also so i've got a, a big bone nuts file i'm just not touching that that's what she said hmm. but i think it's a good one to call it on <laughs> we're better Ladies and gents, and I've, I've, I'm, we've got to be more inclusive with our language because we, we've had multiple female listeners reach out to say, hey, we're out we there. Exist. So we it can't exist. just be like dudes. No, but we- So dudes and lady dudes. And then we have to say dude, uh, ladies and gents and others. Yeah. Everybody. We probably have listeners who don't identify as either. There you go. Well, all y'all- There you go. Because that's the easiest Perfect. way to be inclusive. Well, what about non-Southerners? Nope. Ewans. So, no, no. So, Southerners it has never concerned us. That's true. But whether you identify as y'all or not, that's true. You whether whether you like it or not, we identify you as y'all. So there you go. It's true. Yeah. Well, thank all y'all, all y'all, for your continued support. Uh, we are wrapping up a big year, the biggest year we've ever had, yep. and uh, Patreon community has exploded this year, and we're just having a great time having. Really interesting conversations this week. There was a conversation about John Frusciante and his approach, <laughs> yes. and asking about if uh, if your band members are in other bands, 
And there was actually a guy that just dropped a line in the Facebook group. And he was saying like, I'm your second Twitch subscriber. Did you guys ever use that? And I was like, oh yeah, we did. We streamed a couple episodes to Twitch. We need to be better. I guess we do. About maybe doing that I again. Yes, we do. Because uh, some people actually found us there. Yeah. One of the conversations that I loved on the chat this week was um, about the clueless wedding planner who the only clue they yeah. have is that they are in charge and they don't know how anything is supposed to work. It's their first time doing it, but they are the wedding planner and they are in charge. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately being in the customer service industry is a, is a sticky wicket. Yeah. yeah. Luckily, because we have uh, great folks in that group, they, they were able to rise to the occasion, deliver a great result for their client yep. uh, without burning any bridges. Though they were more than willing to share their experience with the person who booked them and, you know, how the interaction with the, the boots on the ground went. So yeah, got to do You got to see it from both sides. 100%. Well, anywho, thanks all y'all for your continued support. We really appreciate each and every one of you. And if you'd like to do any other stuff to help us out, you can do any of the stuff that Adam from the Van Band, who is actually the subject of that last conversation, right. uh, is about to tell you. With that being said, mm. we'll go ahead and call it for this week. In Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. You have been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast for the week of December 23rd, 2022. If you are observing it, Merry Christmas. And that's how you rock more and suck less. Hey, listener, this is Adam Moskowitz of the Van Band out of South Florida. Yes, another Adam. Adams are taking over the cover band scene. Get used to it. Sorry, Dan. On behalf of Cover Band Confidential, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now, I know you want to support this cast, so this is how you do it. You subscribe, you leave a five-star review, you share this episode with your musician friends, and you throw a screenshot on your story. And you go ahead and you follow the podcast on all their socials. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of them. These gentlemen, Adam Johnson of Members Only and Dan Ray of The New Strange, have graciously given us vast amounts of great content. So as a thank you, go ahead and send them some green energy on their Patreon page. For real, send them some digital coins. And when you do that, you'll get access to the Slack back channel, which is just musicians and band leaders chatting about the craft of being in a performing cover band. The wins, the losses, the behind the scenes, goodness. If you play at least once a month for money, all I'm saying is break off a few bucks for your favorite podcast that you always listen to. Any questions, comments, hit up the Facebook group, send a text or voicemail to their hotline. That's 404-491-0910. You can also email coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. If you'd like, you can find my band on Instagram, Facebook, at VAMBAND. That's V-A-M BAND. Do it. Seriously, I want to see that CBC bump. Or you can find everything you need at VAMBAND.com. We started in 2019. We play funk, pop, soul, R&B, Motown in Southeast Florida. I play guitar and bag of vocals at Adam Moskowitz Music on IG. Also follow the CBC host on IG. That's at Adam Patrick Johnson and at Dan Ray Musician. Or visit coverbandconfidential.com for all the goods. I'm going to go ahead and call it for Adam Moskowitz in Boca Raton, Florida. That was your outro bumper on Cover Band Confidential. Always be performing! Always be performing!